The following presentation was recorded at the Newbury Buddhist Monastery, Victoria, Australia. Please visit our website at nbm.org.au. I am Bhante Aranavihari. So uh, I have given a few Dhamma talks in uh, BSV Hall and here. So today I was invited to give the Dhamma talk. So, if you have any questions, you can uh, post on uh, live tube you chat, uh, the live tube, uh, live chat, YouTube live chat. So, the, so then uh, the I can answer those questions. Today, I thought to talk about. Uh, why we are why our minds become discontented and unhappy so so we should uh, uh, understand according to the reality of our body and mind not to fight or worry about our discontentment or unhappiness arise in our mind so that, that's why it is important to listen or try to understand what's going on within ourselves because sometimes uh, it is difficult uh, depending on the how we were conditioned to understand our body and mind how it works and how, uh, what are the causes and conditions related to this uh, discontentment or unhappiness So that's why it is important to listen to to the people who uh, to the people who has already developed their mind to deeper stages of uh, the practice. So that's why we listen to Buddha's words. Uh, that means the Dhamma, and try to understand uh, this body and mind according to Dhamma. Because uh, most of the our experience in our day-to-day life, we understand based on our knowledges already built up within our system. That means where we lived, whom with we associate with early. So these these things are the our uh, background knowledge or the causes and conditions. How we uh, relate to our experiences or how we understand uh, what we are experiencing now. So therefore, we, we must uh, build up a different kind of knowledge regarding our body and mind. That means the, the listening to Lord Buddha's teachings or studying try to understand these uh, Lord Buddha sayings. So then we can understand uh, in a different, from a different uh, knowledge, using a different knowledge or di- build up a different view regarding our body and mind. So it is helpful to understand our experiences. Then we can subside the uh, unhappy mind or discontentment arise in our mind. Because according to Lord Buddha's teaching, this discontentment, unhappiness is a part of the system. That means a part of this body and mind. How it, When it is functioning, this unhappiness is inevitable. It, it, it naturally arises. Because when this mind is working, we have choices. When we are interact with objects, naturally these choices come to our mind or the intentions. We can say we can use many different words. But the the reality is we uh, we value our experiences in different ways, based on different uh, gauges, different uh, conditioning we, we had already. So, therefore, 
all the time. Uh, when we have a choice, when we have a valuation, so then when our experiencing, our whatever thing we are experiencing is not a go, go according to our valuation or the our choice, so then we are getting unhappy. We are not uh, contented. We want to be make things better or uh, change or uh, we want to make make things better. Yeah. So it is. Uh, so if when we understand the nature of our body and mind, according to Buddhism, we we see this is a part of the nature of our body and mind. But in the same time, when we are living in our day-to-day -day life, we have to maintain some level of our wishes according to where we are living or our living standards or uh, way of behaving, uh, dealing with others, uh, interacting with others and how, to, how we, we have to live today so this this we have to then we have to keep a moderation about the that means we have to com make a compromise because we know when we are uh, living with this five sense world the suffering naturally come to us because how we, because the basic way of working this uh, body and mind leads to suffering but if you know that reality within ourselves so when we are working with this world we can keep a moderate level so we have to actually for living we have to work we have to do our day-to-day -day work and we have to maintain this body so and mind also so we have to do some work and services to maintain this body and mind. So they, therefore, we have to use the moderate way when we are dealing with this five sense world. And when we when we have a free time, or when we we, we should uh, reserve a time in our day to uh, to clean our mind. That means to to get rid of all doings, all sufferings and purify our mind by all this uh, suffering nature. So, so therefore we have to reserve a time period for practicing the, the deeper meanings of uh, this reality. Because, the, so then I will go to the, the root of suffering that means the base the root causes of suffering how lord buddha taught us this suffering actually arise how we deal with our experiences in the, in this present moment lord buddha say that when when you are when you are relating to any object in this present moment if the craving arise with the object in your mind because when, when you are contacting an object, your feelings, perceptions arise. In the same time, craving also arise in your mind. So that is the cause of suffering. That is the second noble truth. That craving means the craving to existence or craving to enjoyment, craving to the, get rid of it or Whatever craving arises in your mind makes you suffer. So it is a part of this consciousness. So Lord Buddha say, when you know this reality within yourself, you can build up the different kind of relationship with your experience and you can just quickly let go because you know these perceptions, these volitions, these feelings makes us suffering. So then you quickly let go it. Be kind to your system. 
your body and mind and you are always the, then you are you will kind to the external objects also at the same time you just let go things and be kind to external world and internal world both so that is the th third noble truth so how to the, the uh, how to build up this letting go power or how we incline to letting go for because letting go is uh, uh, give the opportunity to get rid of suffering or free from suffering, free from unhappiness, free from discontentment. So that is the third noble truth. So when we are practicing the path, that means the fourth noble truth, we should always keep in our mind this impermanent nature and non-self nature. Impermanent nature means your experiences are always changing depending on external objects and depending on your internal faculties. The, the, that means internal, the, the nature of internal faculties also change all the time. Your eye and nose, tongue, body and mind also all the time changing. Sometimes this, uh, the physical part of your eye and nose, tongue, body might not change very fast but the mentality related to eye and nose, tongue, body, and mind is changing very fast. So, we, we, uh, we, if you carefully watch this reality, if you focus your attention to eye and nose, tongue, body, and mind, you you start seeing this reality. So then, you build up the courage, or you build up the enthusiasm, your, your choice to let go things and free your mind by letting go. Be kind to things. Be kind to your experiences. Be kind to your body and mind and free your mind. So that is the way how we can get rid of the suffering. So anyway, when you, but when you are living in your day-to-day -day life, you have to bear some sufferings, pains, unhappiness. It is a part of the living of with this body and mind. So you can't avoid it. When you are when this body and mind is existing in this world. So that's why uh, third, fourth and fifth uh, factors of Noble Eightfold Path. The meaning of third, fourth and fifth factors of Noble Eightfold Path is that because you have to keep a moderation. So you have to, you have to do your day-to-day -day work. You have to, you have to uh, live in this world. You have to interact with other people. So that's why we, if you have the right view and right intentions, always you are, your mind is kind, soft and gentle. So therefore, your verbal actions and bodily actions become kind, soft and gentle. But you have to maintain verbal actions and bodily actions for living in this world. Otherwise, you, you may not be able to maintain your body and mind, body especially. Because you have to feed it, you have to keep it in a safe place and... You have to look after your body. In the same time, when you, are main, when you want to live in this society or maintain your body in this society, you have to interact with other people. So then many different kind of... Uh, uh, so uh, unhappy experiences come to you when you are living in this life. So with, uh, when you interact with other people, so sometimes people show very harsh actions and reactions. Sometimes they are really rough and unkind. Sometimes people are good, kind, soft and gentle. So the, the external world we, we can't control. But when we have the understanding regarding the, this natural, this nature of external world and internal world, so you kind to both ends. 
so you 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 have the ability to let go things and free your mind from unhappiness why unhappiness arise because expectation we expect from our body and mind and we expect from external world things so this should be like this this that should be like this so the so we have many different expectations all these expectations come from delusion why we don't admit the impermanent nature of this external world and ex- internal world if we accept it so we are not expecting anything from external world and internal world just for day to day living because we have to maintain our body but we are contented whatever thing we get in the present moment we just let go things sometimes uh, we are kind to our bodies and minds so then we we avoid the bad experiences lord buddha say parivajjana epahata ba that means uh, when you have this uh, interferences uh, the rough interferences we avoid that kind of interferences some interference some 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 external objects we endure endure so we we just uh, be patience and endure that kind of uh, experiences some we we let go with the kind kindness softness and gentleness and free our mind so any all these things because uh, for maintaining this body and mind in our day to day life we have to keep this understanding because when we uh, when we go to uh, the, the normally in your late day, lay life you have to go to your job sometimes you have to work with other people you when you are living in your home you have to interact with the your other people who are living in your home your husband or wife children and sometimes your parents also living with you so all these different bodies have their own uh, the comic uh, background that means they are their past intentions and how their body and mind works based on different set of causes and conditions so that that's why the sometimes they have different kind of actions and reactions so we have to understand all these bodies and minds are run by natural causes and conditions it is a natural flow of happening things your body and mind also the same so then we when we keep this understanding we kind to ourselves in the same time we kind to other people also but we use our uh verbal action and bodily actions to make things specify and kind kind words we use to do our day to day work kind actions kind bodily actions we use to uh do our day to day work because we have to maintain this body and mind we have especially we have to maintain our body in the same time mind because if we fall into the, uh, the harsh actions verbal actions bodily actions later your mind fall into suffering that means your remorse come to you so then the your mind condition become poor and blame worthy mind or this uh, your your remorse come to your mind you are not happy so that's why we should maintain our verbal actions bodily actions and mental actions mental action is the root cause so that's why the first two factors of noble eightfold path right view and right intention if you don't have right if you don't practice right view you don't get the right intention or sometimes you you are, you cultivate this right intention forcefully but if there is no deep root for this right intention it can quickly fall when you are facing a strongly uh, unbearable situations that's why it is important to have the 
powerful root. The root is the powerful root is right view. So that's why we always uh, uh, try to encourage people to practice this uh, this knowledge, this imp the impermanent nature of body and mind, and non-self nature of body and mind, and the suffering nature of body and mind. It is a it is it is it is the the, the uh, Lord Buddha always teach these things to people to understand to cultivate uh, understand this body and mind and cultivate the right view within yourself. So then you start seeing the world in a different perspective. Then you naturally the right intentions arise in your mind. Then your verbal action, bodily actions, and livelihood become purified by this thing because. Without uh, maintaining good verbal action, bodily action, and livelihood, you can't avoid remorse. It is difficult to let go quickly your bad actions. So they have, that's why they, they, these things gradually cultivate when you are practicing the path, practicing this uh, right view. So it, it is the most helpful base for practicing the sixth, seventh, and eighth factor of Noble Eightfold Path. That is the right effort or right inspiration. This samavayam, right effort, when you uh, put an effort to purify your mind from all un unwholesome activity, and build up the wholesome activity leads to the total extinguishment. So, when you when you put the right effort, it is always based on right view. So, therefore, you get the ability to get rid of all the thoughts, all the intentions arise in your mind. Basically, all the intentions arise in your mind. You let go, be kind, be soft, and be gentle let go. So then once you letting go the intentions related to your five sense world then start arising intentions related to to uh, to abandoning this five sense world or the intentions uh, related to let go five sense world objects and you focus to your body in a different perspective, because we, when we uh, when we are focusing uh, in our day-to-day -day life, we are we our mind always focused to the objects come through our five senses. When we are practicing, we avoid all these uh, objects come through our five senses and focus to the to the body, the breath. Normally, we don't pay attention to the breath when in in our day-to-day -day life, but this is a different kind of object. So we avoid all the five sense world, uh, the objects, and focus our attention to the breath, and keep our attention all the time with the breath. Try to do it, because the 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 two parts of that action is one part is letting go all these five sense world, the, the the objects related to this five sense world. Then we see thinking and worrying, whatever thing related to this five sense, but we just let go. We don't worry because we know these things are not I, me, myself. These things, whatever thing arise, can may change quickly and disappear and arise something else. So therefore, we are not going to worry about anything come to our mind. Just be kind, soft and gentle, and let go and free our mind. Then we focus to the to to breath object or if if you are focusing to your mind or uh, any other object it is okay so you are just watching internal world you avoid all you let go all the external you you let go uh, the interest towards the five sense world objects because you know all all these things make suffering or these things are impermanent. This whatever perception arise related to these uh, external objects are 
are change based when when your internal uh, causes and conditions change all all the perceptions volitions also change that is how it works so then if you if you watch these things carefully you can understand you just let go things so then you focus your attention to your breath and watch because the you know when you are when you have the attitude towards this five sense world is suffering then your mind inclined to the stillness your mind inclined to the internal world by letting go the five sense world objects then your mind always uh, uh happy with the stillness and letting go this conditioning is important to practice meditation then you enjoy the stillness of the mind then you you value the stillness of the mind and in the same time you don't worry do you don't go to control your body and mind so this is this is how we incline to the still, stillness and letting go so actually i want to tell you this part because when you are discontented or when you are unhappy when you are in, in your day to day life you have to understand the only way we can avoid this discontentment just let go let the things be be kind to this world and in the same time if you can do something to avoid that discontentment you may do it if it is not possible you just let it be because all all uh, the external world or internal world uh, things you can't control but some maybe you can do something but most you can't so this this uh, these abilities are totally based on causes and conditions because some some of these things you can control because you have already developed uh, the knowledges or skills related to these things but sometimes you haven't uh, developed skills related to avoiding that un, uh, the unhappy experiences are not no, no, haven't developed yet so then you have to be patient you have to be kind because this life is like that the causes and conditions are you have to that's why you have to keep the right intentions wholesome intentions then you are contented you can let go to deeper stages letting go is the way how to avoid suffering the cause of suffering is attaching and craving to things craving to your experiences craving to feelings perceptions volitions in the same time craving to external objects come through your eye ear nose tongue body and mind so then you just let go and free your mind so when you the 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 a person a person develop uh, his mind to letting go to a deeper and deeper stages lord would say one can develop the mind to jhana level that means the uh, letting go all the five senses world all the five senses you can uh, extinguish that means the stop functioning only your mind is functioning the five senses totally turn off at that stage so no objects are coming through these five senses only you you see your mind only so the the feelings perceptions and volitions volitions actually only at the the, the first jhana you have a subtle volition after that it also disappear you just experience feelings and perceptions only there so then in that stage a person can experience how to extinguish this consciousness the five sense consciousnesses are the first thing you extinguish and then you extinguish your will 
how it happens you a person can experience within themselves when you develop the mind to those stages so then that kind of person can get confidence to this uh, the reality of extinguishment you can extinguish your consciousnesses so the, you get the confidence to extinguish things that's why lord buddha say it is important to attain jhanas that means to develop your mind up to those stages then you you touch the reality then you can contemplate on reality in in a different perspective through your experiences so so they 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 important they so then i i i would like to remind again this right view is the most important thing that you can get easily from uh, listening to dhamma because that is the starting point that's why lord buddha say in many suttas why when people ask why people can't uh, understand this dhamma or why people can't attain uh, nibbana or get rid of all suffering lord buddha clearly say aryanang adassavi sapurisanang adassavi in pali this that means he, the the people who practice this path haven't seen or the aryas who who the people who develop their mind to those uh, these deep stages haven't seen aryanang adassavi sapurisanang sapurisa means the people who Uh, the people who are living in lay life who uh, come to this understanding and faith so they, if you haven't seen that kind of person you if you haven't listened to that those persons so you you don't know about this dhamma this this reality of body and mind because people who experience these deeper stages clearly know how things are happening how can we get rid of all sorts of suffering so they clearly know so that's why they come once they the 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 come back to this five sense world so they can te- teach you they can tell you the reality about this reality how to get rid of these things so it is important to listen dhamma and build up confidence by investigating this dhamma and practicing this dhamma then you clearly feel you can let go all sorts of suffering first one by one one instance by one instance you get rid of suffering you are you will become you, you are becoming successful when you experience the success within yourself then your mind naturally tends to practice this path practice this way practice this method practice this view especially because of this impermanent nature non self nature if you if you carefully investigate your experiences you see this reality within yourself this impermanent nature non self nature non self nature means you the, we we normally take this i e no stung body as i me myself or otherwise your feelings your perceptions your volition as you but it is a natural phenomena this this feelings arise in in our system our body and mind based on causes and conditions when the causes and conditions change these feelings change uh perceptions change when the causes and conditions change when uh, the the volitions also change when the causes and conditions are changing so that is a reality so we think we have a control on these things but if we carefully examine you will see we don't have a control on these things i have tell many instances in the previous talks also this uh, how we are we are susceptible for external inputs 
and uh, the change our perceptions without having any our wish our perceptions our volitions twist to something else then we we naturally fall into suffering so i would like to remind this uh, this small uh, the story so i actually i tell this one as a uh, to remind to people to understand uh, this non self nature of your body and mind so once a person go and buy a car he go to the shop so before before go to the shop he actually many weeks he try to find out the best car for him so he uh, uh, read a lot of reviews go in, in different kind of uh, magazines and this magazines related to these cars or they he check many newspapers and get lot of information and try to figure out what is the best how people rate these uh, cars and all these things and uh, how his friends the value these things so the give yeah, the to to tell about these cars so then he find, he he choose one best car he thinks according to his wealth or the have the money he has so he go there and buy a car and bring to his home and he enjoy he go here and there go small trips and go go to shops and he drives the car with happy mind so after after about one or two weeks one of his friends come from another state actually he couldn't uh, actually he didn't remember about him so he come from the another state and uh, uh, they they he come to see him and uh, have a chat actually he is automobile engineer who worked some time ago and no he is still working he is still working he is a he is a one who is in the trade so once he see this car he say ah oh, this car has some technical defect so that's a, that's actually the the, the factory the, the the designers problem so he is because he is expert that's why he know these things no, normal common people don't know most people don't know <laughs> so when he he introduce he explained the defect of this car and show him here can can, uh, can we go a ride i will show you how it works so then he show him so then once this person the the car owner saw this defect his happiness goes down <laughs> so he didn't expect this uh, this kind of explanation get from one of his friends so it accidentally happened anyway it happened so now his happiness go to a different level now he is not much happy than early so now see he starts seeing the defects of the car previously he didn't see so that is how this mind works so the mind is always drives by the external causes and conditions and your past intentions also sometimes your past karma also come in different instances and and uh, ripen in your mind so then your your view your intentions your perceptions change when your different karma is ripening in your mind so if you if you apply this this knowledges into your day to day life you can see how the, the the truth in it so then you see these things are not actually under our control this body and mind is not under our control it is a flow of happening things so if you have this knowledge then you start relating to your your experiences in a totally different perspective so then you see things in a different perspective so then you build up the ability to let go things and free your mind without holding on to your perceptions or we are not attaching or grasping on all these feelings perceptions and volitions you just let go you free your mind quickly
So when you build up this ability, it is really helpful to avoid this unhappiness arise in your mind. Then because once you are unhappiness arise in your mind, you just analyze where your mind is grasping, which object your mind is attaching or valuing or craving arise. So then you get the ability to let go and free your mind. So this is not, not a very complicated thing. So this is very simple. You can, you can see within your day-to-day -day life and understand and use this knowledge as much as you can. So then when you, are, when you have the intention to use this knowledge in your day-to-day -day life, gradually you feel more contented, more uh, a happy person. So once your mind identifies this reality, your mind naturally inclines into that, that practice, to continue that practice uh, in your day-to-day -day life. Then, then you gradually fall, come into the path and you, then you enjoy the deeper stillnesses of the mind. Naturally, your mind inclined to, to enjoy the deeper stillnesses or diff whatever level of stillness you value. You enjoy. You are not going to control any of these things. You are kind to yourself. You are kind to your body and mind. In the same time, you are kind to the external world. That means the other people who are actually living with you and all other objects, the animate and inanimate, all objects. You are kind to all objects. So that is how it happens. So if you have any questions, you can ask so, is there any questions? Okay. Yes, Monday. We do have one question so far. Yeah. The question is... Um, when we refer mind, yeah. is it referring to all six senses processing? Feelings, perceptions, volition, etc. Is karma creating through all these six senses? Yeah. Actually, this six sense of the, uh, always work connected to the mind. There is a mind factors. So the, if there is no, no interaction with the mind, so it is totally different. So the, the Mano Datu, according to the, the the explanation so actually the sense uh, the objects come through the senses these things process in the mind so the mind create the volitions come create by the mind so that is a part of the mind in the same time you have to understand these senses actually already programmed uh, by your previous experiences or previous training or previous causes and conditions. This I, ear, nose, tongue, body, consciousnesses are based on the, the this conscious basis. That means uh, when you, for example, for simple example, I will tell you. So when you are walking on the on road, you you pass many people. But you have no any special uh, attraction or interaction. But if you see your friend, one of your friends is coming in front of you. So you just, you have a different kind of uh, reaction come, come within yourself. So that is how it works because your past experiences makes the, the present moment uh, intentions, volitions, perceptions. So otherwise you are not much worried. You just see the color. You just see another person is passing. You are not much aware. If your mind is watching or looking at something, sometimes some people are really enjoy the, the seeing cars and different models. They can identify all, all the car models and the, the brands and all these things. So they are watching cars. They, they, they see the car model. Some people just watch the, the side mirror. So he see only the side mirrors of the car. Oh, this one has this kind of side mirror, that one can, that kind of. So if different people have different trainings, so sometimes I say, so if you go to a house, 
if you are an engineer you see the, that the engineering aspects of that building if you are an architect you see the architectural aspect of aspects of that building so if you are a, the the some other profession maybe an artist so then you see something different so the whatever thing you have the your previous training is is a part of your the present moment consciousnesses that means the present present moment uh, feelings perceptions and volitions that's why the karma always based on so the what your eye sees is what your eye train to see that is the important part to understand because if you listen to music when you are listening to music sometimes you just enjoy the sounds but a musician listening to music he understand much deeper the the rhythms and all these things they have the training to identify the frequencies rhythms and all these things so a normal lay person can't understand any any of these things but they they just enjoy the 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 sounds or the rhythms but they can't identify they 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 don't see the faults of the 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 how they sing or how that music is how that uh, uh, instrument is playing but a musician can see he can he can he can uh, the perceives he can understand so that that's why they say our karma actually has a big uh, uh, grounding in our five senses well not only five senses even the mind mind what can perceive and mind what can't perceive so that's why we have to understand this suffering is always related to the consciousness consciousness always based on your past karma that's why lord buddha say kammasa komi kamadayado kamayoni kamabandu kamapatisarno yang kamman karisami kalyanam va papakam va tasadayado bavisami the meaning of this one is this kamma is the 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 thing whole the run the whole this mass of this body and mind all the functions that's why it is important to listen dhamma it is also another karma so once it, it you you are get the interest and you mindfully listen dhamma and you you get uh, uh, understanding about dhamma it is another karma Dr- start driving the whole system in a different direction so then you get the 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 difficult the, the, uh, the when you when you fall into the path you build up a, a kar- karma that is a kind of a wholesome karma that uh, you achieve the total extinguishment then it is a until you are living in this life it is a, is a it, there is a karmic effect on that uh, those achievements and at the death moment this karmic power come and your mind Uh, brings to the total extinguishment and then no no more intentions to come back to another birth or extinct the, the ex- existence so that's how it works okay ask me second question thank you bande how can we develop good meditation karma especially when living busy lay lives thank you yeah it is a good thing because uh, a go, um, uh, build up a good meditation come if you have a you, actually uh, we we always keep uh, time for sleeping we always keep some time for to going uh, doing our day to day work in your home we keep a t- reserve a time for going to our job and do the work and shopping and all these in the same time you should keep a time for meditation so that is one important thing you have to reserve the uh, the time period in your day day daily schedule the daily program in your in your day to day life so that then you can build up then then you can sit and at least think about meditation <laughs> not not starting the meditation at the beginning at least you can think what to do for thinking so when you when you have that time then you start you can start practicing meditation you can learn meditation so the now the uh, bsv Ma- monday 
uh, evening we we teach little bit uh, meditation so gu- give uh, the guided meditation so uh, th- that is also uh, good to follow or you can uh, uh, go to other uh, websites especially the bsw website the ajan brahmans also teaching meditation and many other meditation teachers you can listen so i i recommend ajan brahmans whose teachings are good and other the the meditation masters teachings also good you can just follow then you can uh, achieve the stillness of the mind that means letting go things you are you are, you will be encouraged to to practice meditation and let go things and free your mind from all uh, afflictions then your mind become calm calm and peaceful so that is uh, when when you have that intention to let go things practice meditation so it creates a wholesome calm in the same time if you listen to this kind of dharma talks and if you try to understand uh, the impermanent nature uh, non self nature and suffering nature and use that knowledge in your day to day life also really powerful uh, uh, inspiration give to you to practice meditation practice meditation basically you are letting go things you free your mind from all attachments so there should be a strong uh, foundation for letting go things but otherwise you you may not be able to do it or you are not uh, willing to do it because you if you are highly attached to your experiences or whatever enjoyments if you don't see the the disadvantages of uh, that kind of engagements you just follow your all habits or all your en- enjoyments but if you see the disadvantages of these things through this uh, right view and you when you see the suffering how this suffering arise what are the causes and conditions behind this suffering then you quickly let go of this because if you when you are when you are enjoying the impermanent stuff definitely when it change to a different state you fall into suffering if you watch your life if you if you examine what you have experienced early and what you enjoy early and now what has happened to those things you clearly see even even a uh, age 20 age 18 20 girl or boy can understand these things because life is always changing your experiences are always changing if you attach to all all experiences then you 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 see you are you are falling into suffering most of the time people are deluded by the future because the expectations of the future you expect in future i will get this thing i will get that thing once you get are you get are you get rid of all suffering no then you find out another better thing in in future so you you running behind the future you running the future ex- behind the future experiences but once you get that experience are you get satisfied no that is the reality so the so you sh- once you understand this nature so you have to keep in mind this impermanent nature so then you accept that reality and you use that knowledge in your day to day life so you are not much worrying about things you just let go things you f- you can free your mind is there any question yes we have two more questions okay this one is a long question okay ask I live in Hong Kong where there has been fight. I enjoy quietness in my mind, but I can't be kind to everyone in my city because I don't think they deserve my pity. Same to many people in the city. What can we do? In my city, many people has lost faith in karma. They don't believe in karma anymore. Bad people takes all. good people being treated bad same to every part in the world what can we do yeah yeah this is another thing so okay now you see the bad people are conquering they are get the power and they do all the bad things everywhere in the world 
So that's what you see. Have you seen some time ago, in some countries, big earthquakes come and destroy cities, destroy... The, the, I, I heard some time ago in India, about 30, 40,000 people died at once because huge earthquake crack appear on the on the earth and fall into fall people into this some time ago one uh, tsunami came and over 100000 people killed in in sri lanka and other countries so then what do you, what what do you think can we stop these things can't so in the same way sometimes if you if you carefully watch you can see these bad people come not only their power but they were empowered by the people's vote <laughs> if you carefully they are not come from the the, the the moon or sun they they just empowered by the people even the hitler came to power by the people's vote and he make a big disaster in this world. That is how things work. So we have to admit this reality. We, these things are not under our control. Only few people see the disadvantages at the beginning. But later, after some time, many people see the disadvantages of that choice. All the choices, not only the, the choices in outside, that is people's choice, is that in this moment. That's why people, the most people follow those actions and vote or they, they give their consent to those harsh actions. That's how it works. This mind is like a, like a wind. It is, it is blowing here and there, driven by the craving. So that's why Lord Buddha say you have to admit this reality. That's why when you are associating with this consciousness, suffering can't avoid. That's why Lord Buddha encouraged people to go to total extinguishment, practice meditation, free your mind. You can't change the world. World is world. So only, only uh, the way to extinguish all, all sorts of suffering is not come to existence. Once you come to existence, existence means whatever consciousness arises in this world fall into suffering. It is the nature of it. Why? The consciousness always run by delusion. Delusion is an essential part of the consciousness. That's why you want to be conscious about things. Once the delusion removed, there is no consciousness, no, no, no intentions, no consciousness. That is the, the dependent origination. If you study the de dependent origination, Lord Buddha see, show these things to people. So when you are experiencing, you have to suffer. That's why Lord Buddha say, don't worry. Let the world be. You just let go of the world and release from the world. First, you release from the five sense world. And then you can, you can get the ability to release the, your mental world. So you go to the total extinguishment. That is the only way avoid suffering. So the karma is the reality. You can't avoid. So this is a part of the karma because you are you are using your five sense world. <laughs> Nothing else. Okay. Okay. Next question should be the last one. Can you explain Dhamma versus Sankara? Yes. Dhamma versus Sankara. Yeah, actually, the Dhamma, you listen because uh, when we are living in five sense world, Sankara is an essential part of the system. So, Dhamma, when you listen to Dhamma and when you build up the right intention, when you build up the right view, then the start, the right intentions arise. That is Sankara, Kusala Sankara. Otherwise, when you are, when your mind is deluded, mostly arise the akusala sankara. That means the, the, the unwholesome intentions. Sometimes wholesome intentions also arise, but it is always going to the both sides. Uh, 
but when you develop uh, or when your mind is aware of the reality that means a uh, right view then your mind come to the right sankara that means a kusala kusala means a wholesome sankara or the skillful sankara sanka the you have to understand without having sankara uh you are you are not go to the the total extinguishment but it is the early stage sankara to let go sankara ultimately you come to that stage so when you develop your mind to to deeper stages you actually let go first thing is when you build up the right view you develop the right intentions right sankara that we see uh, wholesome or the skillful sankara be kind soft and gentle is that enough <laughs> you can ask questions okay okay next question yeah can bande give a brief overview of dependence origination thank you okay yeah i will i will tell in a in very brief because we don't have much time so so avijja pachya sankara sankara pachya vijnana vijnana pachya nama roopa nama roopa pachya salayata that is the way how uh, uh, explain in pali so i try to tell in english so avijja is uh, not uh not seeing the the science of this this uh, body and mind so only the people who develop their mind to to a level to see this how this body and mind works and how it revolves evolves in uh, the, with the time and uh, how it uh, change all these things ca- can see when you develop your mind to a certain state so uh, going beyond this five sense world uh, then you can see how past lives and future lives and all these things how this the intentions drive this uh, uh, bodily verbal actions and mental actions and all these things so that is why uh, people who develop mind to the uh, deeper stages they understand this the science of this uh, how this one works The, the what are the causes and conditions how it drives so that is the vijja so because people don't know that reality so people have intentions intentions means the the, the basic intention of the mind is uh, rely on five sense world they advert the senses advert the mind sense the six senses and Be, uh, the, the 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 existence totally based on this six sense basis so that's why the mind should advert the senses that is called sankara avijja pachya sankara sankara pachya vijnana therefore the vijnana arise each and every vijnana arise and come into the action then the nama roopa arise now the, so this one can explain in different ways this is the one way of explaining so then when this feelings perceptions volitions arise then the craving also arise because there is a choice there is a feeling feeling when the feeling is there the choices also arise the the, the intentions arise because ಅವಿಜ್ಞಾಪ್ಯಾಂಗ್ಯಾಂಗ್ಯಾಂಗ್ಯಾಂಗ್ಯಾಂಗ್ಯಾಂಗ್ಯಾಂಗ್ಯ
you come to another existence go to another existence so once you go to another existence all these consciousnesses are natural phenomena so the craving naturally arises through this phenomena so you are naturally fall into again and again that is samsara so there is no end this is the, the brief explanation <laughs> about the 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 how avijja and how it leads to the samsara so i think i answered that question okay now questions finish so i think uh, now we can conclude this uh, dhamma talk so so then pay respect to buddha dhamma and sangha and finish the dhamma ah yes yes yeah tomorrow night uh, 7:30 uh guided meditation session so i will be conducting it so tomorrow 7:30 pm guided meditation session so there i would like to remind now uh, another important thing so the now the we are seeing that uh, something like a second wave of covid is spreading in uh, melbourne area so this uh, this <laughs> victoria so it is it is better to uh, to follow all the the guide guidelines given by the uh, government so it is it is it is a good thing so not to go here and there and uh, follow the government guidelines so it is helpful stop spreading and get the freedom the from this uh, covid problem okay <laughs> so now shall we pay respect to buddha dhamma and sangha